This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Denise Brasso, Chief Digital Officer of Oxner Health. Denise, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks. It's great to be here. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in the health technology space and digital officer as well. You know, it's a role that's constantly evolving and so crucial to the health system. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Uh, I'm a primary care physician by training. Uh, I practiced for a few years before uh, taking a leap and joining what was then a, a startup in the clinical decision support space called Up to Date. I was uh, there for more than two decades, uh, including CEO of the business for around 13 years, and then uh, took another leap this past uh, January, uh, January of this year, uh, and joined Oshner as uh, in, in the chief digital officer role. Got it. That sounds fantastic. You know, and, and really um, speaks to um, a ton of you know important ways that your career has evolved. So, in thinking about um, your role as chief digital officer, what are you most excited about right now? There's uh, so many. I, I mean, this is such an interesting time in healthcare. Uh, really, there's um, all signs are uh, are pointing to there being a lot of disruption coming over the next probably three to five years um, in healthcare. So whether it's the rise of consumerism and all the expectations that go along with it, whether it's the technology that was advancing prior to COVID, but COVID definitely put that on steroids, whether it's the cost of care that more and more is being borne by consumers through high deductible uh, health plans and, and in other ways, and then all of the venture investment that's going into healthcare, it was at an all-time high in 2021, has slowed down a bit in 2022 compared with 2021, but still dwarfing all, all prior investments. So you put all of that together, and um, it definitely appears that, that there's some disruption coming. And I, 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 the, the reason I moved to Oshner is that I think health systems have an opportunity to drive that disruption uh, and should be the drivers of that disruption. And, um, and I believe Oshner is well positioned to do that. So uh, sometimes um, disruption can be unnerving, but, but it also means that, that there's a lot of opportunity and, um, and I'm excited about the opportunity with that. Absolutely. No, that sounds amazing. You know, it really seems like um, looking into the future, like you said, there's a lot going on. And so um, it'll definitely be very necessary. So what aspects of healthcare do you see as being particularly primed for IT disruption? I know there's, I'm sure, a lot of things coming across your plate every day. So how do you really, you know, look at things and see what's going to make a difference? It's a great question because, um, you know, we, we sometimes have this debate about, uh, you know, we call this his role chief digital officer, it means different, it means something different at virtually every health system who, who has a chief digital officer. Um, so we don't, uh, we, we don't, even internally, when we say what is digital, sometimes we have trouble defining that because it encompasses so many things. So um, I think the, uh, the, the, the areas that are probably um, going to really begin to see disruption first are um, some of the primary care models, um, you know, who's doing that primary care, the 
I think I saw a stat the other day that the number of primary care physicians that have been hired by non-health systems, so non-traditional healthcare systems, uh, has uh, increased uh, substantially uh, in the past year. So that that tells you that that there are um, some digital first disruptors that are you know, heading in the primary care space. Um, but I think that that primary care is an area that we're going to just you know the, the care model around primary care is going to be really interesting. Um, and um, and going to be really important that we get that right um, and that we don't disintermediate uh, the, the primary care patient relationship, which is a really critical one. Um, I think the care of chronic diseases is um, another area that's really uh, ripe for disruption. So, you know, chronic diseases are 86% of our $4 trillion healthcare bill uh, in, in the U.S. And um, the notion that for a chronic disease, say like hypertension, that monitoring that three times in the office a year, that the idea that that's sufficient when we've got tools that can you know, measure that three or four times a month or, or three or four times a week even, um, you know, that definitely we, we need some um, rethinking of how we, we manage chronic diseases. And then I think a, a, a third area is just, um, how we're using data. Uh, you know, we've been talking about data and, and AI in medicine for years, so there's absolutely nothing new about those conversations. But, um, but how we begin to use that data um, and uh, uh, use it not just to get information, which is much of what we've done, but use it to really transform care um, in certain areas. I think that's going to be another really interesting area. And, and those are a lot of the things that um, we're, we're focused on at Oshner. Absolutely. That's a really great point. And, you know, kind of interesting to hear you speak about some of the, um, the primary care, especially disruptors coming into the healthcare space from non-healthcare fields. You know, when you look at um, some of the, the different companies out there, whether it's um, CVS Health or some of the other ones, do you see them as um, potential partners or um, competitors? How do you really look at that and figure out, you know, we want to build something that um, serves our community well and just make sure that, you know, as a, a digital leader, you're able to have those capabilities for the community? Yeah, I think it, it, um, it, it, the answer is it depends. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, in, in my ideal world, um, you know, when we talk about uh, digital transformation or, or care model transformation, uh, it's not just about technology. Um, so I think, you know, there are a lot of digital first disruptors or technology disruptors out there, but I think the ideal combination is, um, you know, technology for sure, but also the process and the, the people that, that go around that. Um, and, uh, and that's why I feel really strongly about health systems playing a part in this because we, we, we have the processes down. We, we, we know how to take care of patients and, and we've got the, the people in place when, um, you know, when we, we outpace what the technology can do. And so I think the ideal combination is that we partner uh, industry and, and health systems to, to make these changes. Um, I, I certainly feel like health systems shouldn't cede the, the innovation to, um, you know, technology alone. So there's no formula of, well, it's always got to be a buy or a, or a partner or build. I think it, it you know, it, it kind of depends on the situation. But in an ideal world, we, we continue to think, again, not just about technology, but about the, the process and people around it. 
Absolutely. I, I love that. And, and what a, a great way to really think about the whole healthcare ecosystem. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I just have one more question for you. What are some of the top challenges that you're preparing for over the next two years? Uh, so um, this is, uh, in, 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 as I started this saying how, what an interesting time it is in healthcare, it's also a pretty challenging time. I think from a, from a health system perspective, our biggest challenges will be around the workforce and um, the economic consequences of that. You know, healthcare has not been immune to the great resignation. Uh, everybody's aware of the rising costs of delivering that care um, and that's unlikely to change. I mean, what the, the, the pretty rapid rise in, in cost to deliver care that we've seen in uh, the past year or so, uh, that's, that's not going anywhere, that's here to stay. So, uh, so we have to come to terms with that new reality and, um, and, and figure out how we're, we're going to deal with, uh, you know, with some of these workforce issues. From a, a health delivery perspective, I think the change management to, to bring around uh, or to bring about some of the transformation that's uh, that's required is is going to be very challenging. You know, change change is hard for uh, for everyone, and especially um, you know in healthcare uh, where systems have been established for you know literally decades, that change management um, will, will be difficult. We're, we're we we will literally be asking our clinicians to practice differently and. Uh, and that's never easy. Um, and then I think the, uh, you know, a third challenge is around health equity. Um, you know, we're beginning to, to talk about that more and more. Um, again, not a new concept, but that's something that really is overdue, um, you know, to, to be dealt with. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've seen that in, you know, stark terms in, in Louisiana, which, um, you know, has a a population uh, that you know has a lot of people that are at high need and also uh, are, are have poor resources, and then uh, you know a lot of people who have poor health. And um, so, uh, health equity is a big thing on our agenda, um, and I, I, I think it will be uh, nationally as well. So, whether that's um, making sure that uh, we we're caring well for underserved populations, um, and then you know addressing some of the you know, poor health of, of some of uh, those populations uh, is going to be something that's not only consistent with uh, our, you know, our mission or, you know, as a nonprofit health system, but really should be part of the, the mission of, of all healthcare providers. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Denise, for jumping on the line with us today. I think you have had some great insights and perspective here, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thanks very much. I appreciate it.